Hey. Yes! I love that sound. That sound means I have to actually get into mode. Here I am. I'm ready to rock. It's Chris talking to you from the studios of WFC3. People have been looking that up, as a matter of fact. They're looking like, what is that WFC3? Is that like a real thing? Is that... <laughs> Is that the east side of the Mississippi? I Absolutely. Guess so. It's a yes. real thing. It is a real thing. And uh, this but it's is... a secret, secret, secret layer dungeon studio. Uh, is it like the cow level in Warcraft? I don't know what the cow level in yes, Warcraft it's is. It's exactly you gotta, like you gotta that. Look, you got to look up the cow level from, from Diablo and Warcraft, and then you'll, you'll figure it out from it's there. Hilarious. Well, I know the cow level in Diablo, where you go through yeah, well, they, Tristram and things and like as, that. As an anniversary tip of the hat in World of Warcraft recently, they did a whole event where there was a secret cow level. Oh, great. Yeah. Ooh. So anyway. You're speaking foreign languages to me already. Oh. <laughs> That's right, Billy. El gato es en el baño. The cat is in the bathroom? Muy guapo. Yeah. Muy, muy, muy el gato guapo. es muy guapo. <laughs> The cat is very fat. Tu pantalones es en fuego. Um, si. Your pants are on fire. <laughs> there we go. Let's let's stop. Tanya's got the running translator going. Yeah. <laughs> Who needs Google when you've got Tanya? Welcome to Monkey Business, everybody. As and You're you can tell, arm reach today. We're, I am within arm reach of Tanya in the studio today. That's, that's very bad. It's yes. could, could, it could get bad fast. Uh, Tony did that, I think, on purpose. He didn't want to be in arm reach of me. I am your friend, Chris. <laughs> your host, also Chris, and your. Lord, no, I'm not going to say that. Lord and Savior, no. That's, I thought that was Jason. I, I am my own religion. <laughs> I, and in, in the studio with me, as always, tolerating my stupidity. Sybil. Billy DeTori. Oh. Hi. Tanya Metris. I'm, there's a, there's, I'm, I'm moving up to it. This is a big I thing know, here. But you said tolerating your stupidity. Toler- <laughs> She's been doing that all weekend. I'm sorry, Sybil. All right, so Billy, Tanya... Intern Tony I'm is in the room back. today. He's the return back. of the Tony. return of the Tony. <laughs> and in when did studio, we rehire him? Huh? When did we rehire him? Oh, probably you about didn't. five seconds after we fired him. Oh, you, you didn't. He's on the he's on the perpetually fire hire list. It's all good. It's like a, it's like one of those circuit breaker switches. Whenever a certain amount of, of voltage of you know it pops, but then you d- resets itself, kind of thing. It's like we fire him and it just pops. He just like yeah. yeah. I'm I'm a charge of Z. When he starts when he starts looking for his red, red swing line stapler, we're in trouble. Where is my red line? I think you got my stapler. I think <laughs> it's and in the studio with us for the second time in history, Woo-hoo! her ladyship, the box office goddess herself, Sybil Corbin. Let's say it all together now. Sybil. 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 Wow. Hi. <laughs> and we can't forget. On the phone, we have on the phone, we have on the phone with us is the lovely and talented Deanna Schulmerich. Good afternoon, everyone. Hola. <laughs> All right. She's like trying to like going. Yeah. That was the longest introduction <laughs> sequence I think I've done yet, Billy. Uh, thanks for joining us. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that's the show. <laughs> that's the show for today. <laughs> Wait, no, no, we're just I kidding. Couldn't, I couldn't get to the Benny Hill music fest. <laughs> Good luck, you Mr. Gorski. All right. Just for closure. This has been a Mighty Monkey production. Okay, wait. Just kidding. So what are we doing today? We're going to talk about the show some more. We um, a couple of weeks ago we were talking about the show, and uh, and really kind of giving our listeners a once over as to what the 2017 Flower City Comic Con is going to look like. Uh, we talked about the panels. We talked about the video games or no, um, not video games. Help me out here. Vendor floor. Um, the VIPs and my brain just decided to completely shut down right now. And, and you're all staring at me. Every other cool thing. And every other yes. freaking cool. I mean, the the podcast itself. Yeah was something like 52 minutes long, and we don't feel like we talked about everything that was no, going to be on at the convention. Because it's like just the vendor floor itself. Yeah. We know we've got certain vendors. I think one was, there was a rumor, mm-hmm. I can just say that it's a rumor that they're going to bring in a video game to do like that's what many I was thinking of. tournaments okay. throughout many the day. Terms. Yeah, that's what um, I was thinking about. I think it, Mark Miller, Mark if, Miller I'm right, yeah. if I'm right. And, um, Which nine times out of ten I am. But. So as we get closer to Flower City Comic Con 2017, this is our platform. So what we're going to do is start talking a little bit more about the show so you understand what you're going to be getting yourselves into so that you understand who's going to be there and, um, and give you, the listener, an opportunity when you become a ticket holder and a listener, which is a good combination to be, uh, you're going to know what you're going to be looking for. You're going to know what's going to be going on there. You know the who's who. And, uh, and hopefully build a little excitement along the way so we can really uh, kind of show you what we've got in store for you. I, ju- I just had a thought. Uh-oh. Should we do a live podcast 
from the uh, Flower City County. That would be wild. I think we could have. That would be be a lot of fun. I don't know how yet because we can't bring all everybody attending the convention up here. Well, yeah. Um, Uh (laughs) Dan Dan has been working on a portable setup. Okay. And uh, so hopefully we'll be able to get that set up in one of the panel rooms, and maybe we can do a recording of of Monkey Business while we're there. I gotta, I gotta oh, find some sp- space in the panel. A, you know, Sunday afternoon at like four o'clock. That could be real interesting. Well, I, that's going to depend on the calendar itself because I know around. How about talk? Tell me, Tanya. Talk to me. Friday night launch party. The Friday night launch for party. For about we, thirty minutes. We'll do Ooh, the uh, the podcasting there, there. That'd be fun. We could do that. Then we all that's can have drinks at that point, <laughs> just to gear up the weekend. But, um, yeah, I can have a little mini soda or something. But yes. I can also I can find some room in the in the panel schedule for that too, so we can actually do it during the weekend I'm itself. Sorry to put you on the spot. It just no, that's cool. To me and, that, I'm gonna. Yeah. I have to write. So, that. so how many things do we need to to do a live podcast that day? Uh, well, you'd need microphones and uh, that. I think we're gonna broadcast. Have. Is it possible to broadcast it? We'll do it over Facebook Live. Yeah, we can do okay, it. Yeah, that there we can, go. Go. We can have some oh, I'm sorry, job, playing footsie Billy. with Tony over here. Um, <laughs> well, well, Tony. Was he enjoying it? <laughs> I don't think so. He's giggling though, but that's a good sign. <laughs> I'm winning. He's winning. <laughs> <laughs> that means he's trying to take you out of the ankles. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, we have we have the mixing board. We have uh, the thing to record it. We have microphones, so we can get that up and running. Hold um, on, my Avengers theme's ringing. Uh-oh. There's somebody calling? Podcasting at... Live. Hello. I can't talk to you right now. I'm recording. Hello. You're live on the air. <laughs> Go okay, ahead. bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Chattanooga, you're on with Morgan Fairchild. <laughs> that was my mother. She didn't realize what day it was. She's like, okay, I'll call you later. Meanwhile, Pilly's channeling his inner Larry King. Mm-hmm. That's well, phenomenal. You, d- you didn't hear the Avengers ringtone going I didn't. I, well, these, these are really good headphones. They yeah. are good headphones. If, if, if it, I hadn't looked down, I probably, yeah. probably would have. Yeah, Too that's... bad she wasn't Facebook uh, FaceTiming me. Was that mom? Yes, it was mom. It's Mama Robin. Yes. Rockin' Robin. Tweet. I wonder what All it's right. like in Florida today. I don't care. Warm. I'm yes. jealous. That's Warm not, and we're, with we're actually, power. We, we just had the massive windstorm. Just to put I things know. in perspective for the folks who are listening, uh, you may be listening to us a couple weeks down the road. So but if you had power, If yay. you had power, congratulations. If you didn't have power, I hope they resolved it quickly. But we had a windstorm locally. It was almost natural disaster level proportions. It, if only the Florida wind, had hurricanes. I know, seriously. <laughs> it got up to <laughs> like a Cat 1 uh, like categorizing. Yeah. yeah. 81 cat miles one hurricane. at yeah. the airport. Oh yeah, and uh, and now we're getting word that we're about to get hit with eight to fifteen inches of snow over the next yay, couple of days. Uh, yay, so if, and I'm leaving. So if the trees <laughs> weren't weak, and, if the trees weren't weak enough, maybe it'll oh, take yeah. down those final ones that were standing exactly up those stragglers. The maybe it'll actually take down my pool. Yeah, you've got an infinity pool now, don't you? Because most of the ridge one, rail's gone. Well, only on one arc. third of it. Just call it arc. Like two or three uh-huh. of the top rails. And the um, support thing, because we had the rope tied to the support, and it, when the wind whipped the cover, it pulled and snapped. Did you find your cover? Or- yeah, half of it was still in the pool. Okay, that's good. Yeah, the cover, uh, you know what, if the cover went bye-bye, the cover went bye-bye. The, the common joke <laughs> at our office was that um, the roof of Greece Arcadia High School yes. decided it wanted to transfer to Greece Olympia. Yeah, <laughs> they probably yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so, the one in Sutherland wanted to go to Menden then because they have roof damage too. Oh yeah, I mean that uh, was yeah. just it was brutal. Um, I heard uh, Roth in Henrietta still has no power. Oh man, yeah. yeah. So oh, wow. we don't know what. I still for. don't have power. Uh, but you had a generator working, didn't you? For a little I, bit. Our generator was working up until this morning when Oops. it died. Oops. Crying face. Yikes. Mm. All right. Well, on that hey, happy and pious so We're hoping for May wow. not to have any. <laughs> this has been a Mighty Monkey production. We're hoping for May Yikes. not to have any natural no, windstorm May, disaster. May tends However, to be... your costumes won't get ruined because you can park in the South End oh, garage absolutely. and walk over over the Skyway, that type mm-hmm. of thing. So yeah, that's what... you don't have to worry about the rain. And... For those of you who are not familiar with the way downtown is laid out, as Tanya was saying, that there is the South Avenue parking garage which is built on and attached to the Hyatt Hotel. Why is that significant? Well, the Hyatt and the, and the garage have a Skyway Bridge, which is completely enclosed to the convention center. So everything is all enclosed. You can park in the South Ave garage and, uh, and have access to the Hyatt and the, uh, <clears throat> and the convention center. And even through the Skyway uh, map, you can go even further across the bridge to the Radisson Hotel. So if you're coming in from out of town, you have plenty of opportunities to basically be indoors all weekend long so that you don't have to worry about the weather. You don't have to worry about your costume. And, you know, and, and there are some people who had horror stories that they had to park in a particular location 
walk to the convention center itself and in the process something has happened and they damage their costume or whatnot so you do not have that worry here for flower city comic-con because we have got you covered <laughs> literally <laughs> see you like how i did that you like how i tied oh. that all together Come on, that was clever. Have, what a like, dad the, joke. The, the, Hold on. Let me pull up a rim shot. Let me pull up a shot. At least <laughs> they have to have those ready. Uh-huh. But, but for all seriousness, what we're go- what are we doing today? What are we doing today? We're going to talk a bit. In the past, we've talked about the, the show. And like we said earlier in this particular podcast, the rundown of basically the entire convention in general was like almost 50 minutes, 51 minutes long, that podcast. Today, we're going to spend a little bit more time just talking about the VIPs themselves instead of a cursory glance. And this is Tanya's area because Tanya is our VIP liaison. We got a lot of cool people coming. We don't we? We do have a ton of cool people coming. Uh, One of them actually, the announcement. Including the agent. Yes, including the agent who helped us hook it all up. Really cool. It's not the agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., but he's a cool cool agent nonetheless. There we go. Chris is underneath the table there. Bye, Chris. Okay, so. That's awesome. I love you. I really do. I love you, Billy. I love you so much. All right, here we go. Um, so who are we talking about first? Let's talk about, we'll go right to um, our. We're going to go right to one of your top fandoms? Yeah, we'll get it out of the way just because, you know. Because you have to talk. Well, I am. I'm the host, so therefore I get to make these calls. <laughs> We're picking off the top of the list. Colin Baker. Woohoo! Yeah. And uh, Colin's claim to fame—he's uh, been a, an actor in, in in English cinema and TV for a long, long time. But his big claim to fame is being the sixth of the thirteen Doctors. Well, twelve and a half, I suppose we'll call it, and, and soon to be thirteen. Um, the sixth Doctor, and he was the Doctor in the eighties, towards the uh, getting towards the end of the run of the classic series. He was the Doctor that had the nuts nutsoid coat. He had the, the coat that was like a Technicolor yawn all over the place. It was you know, Joseph in the Technicolor dream coat, up up uh, up an order of magnitude. Okay, up Colin. on your dr- Doctor Who trivia, don't look at my screen. Uh, okay, I'm not going to look at your screen. Do you happen to know what his nickname is? His nickname? Mm-hmm. Sawbones Hex? No. No? Because I know that happens his, to be his Twitter Billy's handle. favorite comics. Is, Batman? Batman? Not that one. Okay. The other one. DC? Uh, Archie? Archie. Oh, is it? Yeah. That's his nice. nickname That's is Archie? That's his nickname is Archie. So, okay, so like, you know, like for me, I'm Christopher. My nickname is Chris. So Colin Baker's nickname is Archie. Archie. I don't okay. know how they get that, but that That's was, that why, was, okay, that was there. A, so there's I'm a bit of trivia. I don't encourage our listeners to walk up to him and go, hey, Archie, how you doing? Because <laughs> um, that might be a little awkward. What are you doing, you dingbat? Yeah. <laughs> Edith! <laughs> Edith! <laughs> and Billy and I just dated ourselves. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Not that I wouldn't mind dating you. Oh. oh. I, I have a new toy. <laughs> Any more toys? There it is. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Billy DeTori wins the podcast. <laughs> I am, I, I, you know what? There it is. I'm done. Okay. I'm done. Okay. So... What is Tanya? You've got the uh, the what? list in front of you. What are some of the other things that Colin Baker could be known for? Oh, hold on. Oh, hold on. She says to me. Well, yeah. I was in the bio- the biography. The biography. <laughs> Tanya oh. is a high school teacher. I was with the bio who loves long walks on the beach. And, I was and reading his bio. Shh! Don't mention anything about me being an English major, but I teach math. Um. No, we won't say anything about you being an English um, English major yeah. who teaches math. No. We're not going to say anything about that okay. at all. Okay, he's known for. Um, Doctor Who. Doctor Who, of course. Um, he has been in a ton of things. He was recently in uh, Vic Benona's Star Trek Continues series on uh, on YouTube and uh, oh. a variety of things. I know that he played a good part. And, and Vic was extremely happy because I remember talking to Vic many years ago. He said, I just want to get one of the Doctor Who actors mm-hmm. on Star Trek Continues. That'd be a great, great thing to have. Oh, it, I mean, he's been... Um, voices on video games or mm-hmm. videos. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in um, a TV series called The Knock. Okay, yeah, and there's a lot of British television that he's been in. He's been a character actor for a very long time. He was actually, he had a bit part in Doctor Who during the Fifth Doctor series. Um, I can't remember what it's called. Arc of Infinity, I think. And um, and so to have him come around and succeed, um, succeed uh, Peter Davison as the Doctor was kind of cool to see that happen. Have it, you seen Doctor Who real time? Doctor Who real time? No, I have. I've heard of it, but it's I have not TV seen it myself. It's a TV miniseries. Is it? Two thousand and two. Oh, well, something to look into. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. Right. 
So Colin has been oh, sp- star of stage and screen. Yeah, star of stage, stage and screen for a very long time now at this point, and he will be at the Flower City Comic Con both Saturday and Sunday, signing autographs, taking pictures, exchanging stories. He's going to have a big panel on our combo panel room on Saturday afternoon. When I say the combo panel room, we've got panel rooms one and two. They're right next to each other. They're split up by a uh, retracting folding wall, wall, folding wall. And uh, for Colin's panel and um, his uh, cohort of crime on the uh, the VIP line, Bruce Boxleitner, we're going to combine those rooms to make sure that everybody has plenty of space to sit and see uh, the guests together, so that you know we don't have a standing room only effect. Will we allow? Will we be able to have Sybil get out of the box office to come and? I'm working on that. Yeah, I'm going to make sure that schedule is. is <laughs> I need but, to escape at least yeah, at some point. <laughs> yeah, we're going to let you out of the box office this time. I promise. I swear. I promise. Even if I have to go in there myself and stand there going, I don't know what I'm doing. No, I will, no I will. calling and begging this time. Just no calling so and can, begging. You know, get food. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay. Good. We'll we'll do that. We're going like to make sure. Just like sleep, food is overrated. <laughs> 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 what what reality? do you live in <laughs> well sleep was overrated wasn't it oh, well it's an insomniac I, it's all just overrated yeah. you know <laughs> yeah so, so anyway so yeah colin baker is going to be one of our first guests the next that we're going to talk about will be bruce boxleitner okay let me change my monitor. change your monitor over there so we can see bruce oh that's not bruce that's not bruce that's um, later on okay there's most bruce. most folks will remember him from his tour of duty on babylon 5 as captain uh, john sheridan uh, uh, and then eventually President Sheridan. And I know if, if Wayne were here, he would be talking at length about that because Bab Five is his thing. Yes. <laughs> um, but he's also, again, this is a man who has been that face. He's like the Kevin Bacon type of face where he's been in everything. He, you know, mm-hmm. Tron. And Scarecrow Mrs. King. Yes. Scarecrow Mrs. And King. He's back on NCIS. NCIS it, oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot he had a reoccurring character. Admiral Clifford Chase. Ooh, mm-hmm. that's a very... I just started watching NCIS within the last week. And did you start from the very beginning? I did start from the very beginning. It's a fantastic show. It is. It's a great show, but it's going to take you forever to catch up to it. Mm, I've got April break coming up pretty soon. (laughs) I can binge. I got through how many seasons of Doctor Who over a February break? That's true. Yes. That is true. It's just a matter of will my kid find me or not. (laughs) Yes, they're good at that. Yes. Um, But yeah, Bruce is... um, How long has Bruce been in the industry? What's one of his earliest credits? Oh. well, one of the things I remember for was the Mary was Tyler the, um, Moore show. Hmm. Oh, right, you were saying D? Uh, the Kenny Rogers Gambler movies. Oh my yeah. gosh! Yeah, was oh. he in those really? Yes. Yeah, he was. I see him on. He's an also ex- one of the things I don't know if it's on his bio. I think he's into um, horses, and um, he's an avid horseman. Oh yeah, I've seen that because he was in a lot of westerns early on, so yeah. he became he became very good. Uh, a good rider, good in the saddle, as they say, uh, on in the equestrian circuit. He, it looks like he had a TV show for three years called "How the West Was Won." Yes, I just. Oh yeah. Oh See, that's that's the kind of guy Bruce cool. is. Yeah. Is that you know he, you'll bring a credit up from like when we were little kids and you're like, oh yeah, that happened. Yeah. Well, he was in a TV movie, Wyatt Earp, Return to Tombstone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember that one. I think my dad was Gunsmoke. into that series. Your dad was in the series? Into that series. Okay, oh, I was going to say. I'm like, are you, have you been holding, as a guest. <laughs> have you been holding out on me, Tony? Did your dad play Festus? <laughs> My dad was the TV show. <laughs> Cletus. Well, he must be a big Western type person because there's a Louis L'Amour uh, TV movie. Mm-hmm. And isn't Louis L'Amour a yeah. lot of Western? Westerns, yeah. Yeah, that was his thing. Bring uh, him back alive? What's that? Oh, that definitely has a Western sound to it. <laughs> Hold on, let me check it. We're going to uh, check it out. No, a uh, great white hunter who works mm. out of the Raffles Hotel bar in Singapore in the 1930s fighting all kinds of bad guys in pre-war Malaya. Oh, boy. That Ooh, sounds That's doesn't an sound like setting. a Western. Does not sound like a Western. <laughs> does not sound like a kind of place I'd like to go on vacation. No. It sounds like a, Honestly, it sounds like a Western, but like an Asian Western. Could be. Okay, so instead of a spaghetti western, it's a sushi western? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Wasn't the spaghetti westerns in Italy? Yeah, that's that was my point. Okay. Thank you. Although he did play... I'm looking at his IMDb. He, do you guys remember the show Heroes? Oh, yeah. Yes. Loved Heroes. Loved Heroes. He was on three episodes in Heroes. Mm-hmm. Oh, right there it is. What part did he play? Do you remember? Because I, um, I only Robert saw most of the first Malden. season. Robert Malden? I don't oh, know who yeah. that is. He was but he shows in up in everything. Yeah. Chapter one, the second coming. Chapter two, the butterfly effect, and chapter three, acceptance for Interesting. heroes. Interesting. Wow, 
He was also, Chris, he was also on Hawaii Five-0, mm-hmm. and Police Woman from the 70s. And that's the original Hawaii Five-0, yes. not the remake yeah, that's been on for a few original. years now. That's wild. Man. He, he hung out with Jack Lord. So this is this is a huge personality to have on the line, I'm He's telling you. He's got a long list of credits. That's, that's going to be some interesting and conversations what's, there. What's Cedar Cove? Uh, I'm assuming it was it's on the a, Hallmark Channel. Oh. oh. <laughs> Which is why I didn't see it. Yeah, no. Chances That's are why it's my did you catch, mother-in-law would have watched did, did it. Did you catch that, though? Yeah, that Tanya yeah. and I went, oh, at the same time? <laughs> you know, I think I've seen that because my well, mom was also into Hallmark movies. Okay. Let, let, let me just guess here. I have a feeling that it follows the professional and personal life of municipal court judge Olivia, Olivia Lockhart. Lockhart. Yeah. Oh, and the surrounding town folks of Cedar Cove. That's just a guess. That's With a guess. Andy yeah. McDowell? Yeah. yeah. And yes. there, she's like That's a lawyer, a, I think. Her. That's a hell of a Isn't guess, Isn't she too. like a lawyer? I think she's a lawyer. Yeah. His, his powers... <laughs> Billy's powers are infinite. It's just a guess. <laughs> not all that right. we don't have the computers up in front of us. No. <laughs> What's a computer? Um, Something that people might not have had this oh. week. So, and these guests, um, among others, and among other parts of the show, are we have sponsors now. We it, do. We are starting to collect sponsors, and that's an amazing thing. we got a lot of people who are signing on and are very excited to, to, to see us get this thing together. Uh, and the first sponsor that I'm going to uh, to talk about today is uh, Selena's Mexican Restaurant in the Excellent. Village Gate Mall. Yeah. <laughs> I happened to be there yesterday. Yeah, we've all been we've all been to Selena's at one point or another. How about you, Tony? Have you been there? I don't think I have. All right, we'll yeah, I, I think go. I have to go. We'll fix that soon enough. <laughs> if yes. you're into Mexican food, this is definitely a great place to be. Uh, Aaron and Kelly, the owners, awesome folks, uh, very helpful, very cool. Uh, and uh, Aaron's got a great story. I mean, didn't he start as like basically like a busboy or cleanup guy? Um, at he started as a dishwasher <clears throat> and worked from a dishwasher into the kitchen staff and uh-huh. the wait staff. Um, ended up uh, becoming the general manager, uh-huh. and then eventually him and his wife bought the restaurant, I think maybe four years ago, five okay. years ago, something like that. That's just a hell of a story. It is. That's outstanding. Awesome. And Kelly was on the wait staff there also. Mm-hmm. That's and how they met, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. So Aaron and Kelly Metris, the, the owners and uh, proprietors of the Selena's Mexican Restaurant, uh, sponsors of the Flower City Comic Con. That's they are. And uh, and and for highly recommended year. for the second year in a row now, and uh, highly recommended by staff. Not just because you know they're being nice to us, but because they really are. There's some quality people and some great stuff going on over there. So go to Selena's if you're in town, uh, and if you're not in town, come to town and then go to Selena's. So that's how <laughs> it works out. All right, we're going to move on the list. Uh, we have when you have a comic book convention. This is what Brian was saying, and during when we were talking about the show, the last podcast. When you have a comic book uh, convention, you have to have comic books. And and we do. And we do that in spades. And we have a ton of artists coming. We have vendors coming with comic books. We have uh, artists and, and writers and all sorts of things going on. And we have a, a living legend in the comic, bo- comic book world coming to, to see us this year. And that is Larry Hama. All right. And Larry, let me get this on so I make sure I get this right here. Um, Larry was an actor for a long time. He's actually seen in minor roles on uh, TV show MASH, Saturday Night Live. He appeared in Broadway in two roles in the original 1976 production of Stephen Sondheim's uh, Pacific Overtures. But he's best known to American comic book fans uh, as a writer and editor for Marvel Comics. Uh, he was behind the licensed comic book G.I. Joe, The Real American, the Hero, American Hero, based on the Hasbro toy line. He's also mm-hmm. written for the series Wolverine, uh, Inthman, The Ultimate Ninja, and Elektra. And he created the character Bucky O'Hare, which was developed into a comic book and a toy line and a television cartoon. So this guy's been around for a while. He's um, he's done a lot. And from what I'm being told by some of my uh, my insider guys, he has been writing G.I. Joe again. So he's back at it wow. where where he started from. So this fellow's been in the industry for a while. His art is amazing. And you are going to, my dear listener, who will she'll become a ticket holder, uh, you are going to get a chance to meet Larry Hama. And, uh, and get a chance to talk to him and see him in action and, uh, and ask him for autographs and, and all sorts of good stuff. Now, what is some, uh, you see the list there. <clears throat> Excuse me, what are some of the other things he's worked on? Uh, Ex- X-Men, Spider-Man. I was just looking. I noticed his comic book work goes back to the 70s where he was uh, mm-hmm. part of Wonder Woman, the Super Friends wow. uh, comic book, the Welcome Back Cotter comic book. <laughs> Welcome oh Back Cotter. I, I remember that. Yes. Oh, my God. That's awesome. So that, that makes me happy. I think I actually have an old Welcome Back Cotter comic. Really? I may come. You're, you're uh, gonna oh, have Billy. to go digging. May, may uh, he may punch me if I bring it. <laughs> no, I doubt <laughs> it. That, you know, Where did I, you I've get noticed... this? I've been trying to get rid of this for years. <laughs> I've been trying to bury this memory for ages. Oh yeah. 
All right, so that's cool. I mean, we've got you know we've got stars of stage, screen, and comic book cover, uh, and now we're going to move on a little bit. We're going to move on towards voice acting. We have a couple of voice actors I wanted to bring up, uh, and uh, I was going to talk about one in particular, but but Tanya brought the other one up, so we'll go with him first. Go with Tom oh. Kane. Woo! I couldn't see your list. So. That's all right. <laughs> I, you know, I don't even see my list. I'm, I'm not wearing my bifocals today because I'm old. Um, <laughs> Tom Kane, who uh, has he's. He's a legend in the voice acting community. He has done oh a ton God. of work for Star Wars series, Clone Wars, Rebels, video games. He's done Powerpuff Girls. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Archer. Archer. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's been on Archer mm-hmm. and uh, the Eric Andre show, which I've only just recently heard about for the first time. So seeing I that hear on the that's list. really subversive. He, yes. Eric Andre yeah. is, is amazing. It's kind of funny. He was in the Smurfs. Narrator Smurf. Yes, the Smurfs too. <laughs> I was about to say, I hope he wasn't a jokey Smurf. The, the, the great thing about Tom... Because jokey had the worst jokes ever. A blowing, a, a, a explosive like thing, just, mm-hmm. just not funny. The great yeah. thing about Tom is, is his main character in, in Star Wars Clone Wars. I just, yeah, I, I went right past that. Um, uh, you know, he does some subtle voices. He, he's the voice of Yoda in Star Wars Clone Wars. Uh-huh. And he does a great subtle take on it. So you really do, he, he's channeling his Frank Oz there. Uh, but then he's got this great booming voice that he uses, uh, you know, uh, in one of his characters in uh, Star Wars, the old Republic MMO is this assault droid uh, uh, M4X. And it's just this over enthusiastic, you know, glorified soldier. He's like, oh, yes, this is wonderful. I am the great folk order of freedom. You know, he's that that over the top personality. And, he, and Tom brings that thing to life. And it's just I love that character. It really pl- speaks to the range of his voice. It's yes, wonderful. Absolutely does. I mean, then this man can hit anything. It's Ben 10, Kim Possible. What, what did he play in Kim, Kim Possible? was one of my favorite shows watching over the kid's Lord shoulder. Lord Monkey Fist. Oh, Lord, yeah. oh right. <laughs> yes. In I can hear it now. Star I can, Maker Judge. I can hear it now. That's and awesome. Looking at his credits in Robot Chicken and in a couple <laughs> others, he tends to uh, do a very good Morgan Freeman, I see. Yes. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully we can get him to do I, I was. I heard somebody was actually getting him to do a Morgan Freeman impression at a convention, so I want to see if I can get him to do that again. That'd be, that'd be fun to listen Another to. Another series I loved, The mm-hmm. Wild Thornberries. Oh, that was oh, a yeah. great that series. That was a good TV show. That was awesome. That was a lot of fun. I remember the, oh. the big Wild Thornberries movie. I still have that on DVD. I don't. I, I remember the Rugrats crossover uh, yes. movie. Yes. Yep. I, I have that they were on the same, VHS. Same animation house. It was Darwin. Yeah. Hey, so. two things I just noticed he did. What? He did um, Gandalf in the Lord of the Rings video game. Mm-hmm. And he is the oh, yeah. current announcer doing the narration on the Walt Disney World monorail system. Oh, yeah. Oh, awesome. That's great. Oh, that's fun. See, I mean, that's the thing. Star Wars Disney is now a Disney property, so he is just going to be a natural fit into that particular mm-hmm. house there, the mouse house. He was in Johnny Bravo. Oh, cool. If there was a cool cartoon from the 90s and early 2000s, Do he, the was, monkey with <gasps> he was involved. Team Knight Rider. What? <laughs> what? The voice of the car? Is no, Dante. Oh. Is, that, is that a thing? Yeah. What there was, was a TV series from 97 to 98. Hasselhoff could never let go, huh? Oh, I yeah. won't let go, Hasselhoff. I won't let go. He also did Wolverine and the X-Men. Oh, oh yeah? yeah? Yeah, I can see that. I could definitely see that. That's awesome. I don't know what Dante was. But... So, yeah. So, Tom is definitely going to be there with all of his multiple personalities and voices. Again, autographs and, uh, and uh, picture-taking opportunities and panels. Do we have the panel schedule on hand by any chance? No. No. So, I'll just say no. I put my hands out. Nope. Yeah, because our listeners can see your <laughs> yeah, hand gestures. <laughs> yeah. I'm here all day. Yeah, we're, we're not we're not doing um, Facebook Live at the moment. We're no, doing actual podcasting. How can you not see her voice? <laughs> <laughs> College kids. <laughs> oh God. Uh. All right, so we're moving on. So we've got Colin Baker, we got Bruce Boxleitner, we got Larry Hama, we got Tom Kane, and then next on our hit parade of fun of things well, to talk go, to. Go back before. We're going to go back go, to Tom Kane real quick. Back back to the early '90s. The Might and Magic video games. Really? So it's one oh, of his yeah. earliest credits? Yeah. Might and Magic? Yes. World of Zine. As Tom Keen, K-E-A-N-E. Okay. Well, I wonder if we've been mispronouncing his name. I don't know. Huh? But it says Kane up at the top. Okay. Raising Kane. Oh. I'm still just 
in awe about that is a long list there's done. a very long list of things that he has been involved in i mean there's there's not a lot he was that the he voice has not of touched. odin and thor god of thunder video game nice i remember that game mm-hmm. he was the announcer of the 84th annual academy awards <laughs> and the 83rd annual academy he's awards. got the i seriously he's got the voice for it he really does i mean I just it's had, very I, recognizable i clicked another tab where and uh, the imdb where it says self uh-huh. well let's see where he played himself and in the Academy Awards. There, there's a lot. That yeah. is. He's been himself. Not uh, a lot of Star actors Wars can say Comic-Con that. The 09 Spectacular mm. TV movie. Ooh. Mm. Which one was that? What is that? The Star Wars Comic Con 09 Spectacular. Oh, boy. Where he played himself. Well, there you have it. Uh, yeah. Actors who play themselves. There's an entirely industry, an entirely different industry where they play with themselves, but that's another story entirely. Hmm. He was the narrator mm. on a TV on. series. No. <laughs> there we go. Just no. 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 <laughs> okay. I, I think we've gotten over this. Mo- are we moving on now? Moving on? No. Moving on up. So the next person on the list. There we go. Okay. Next, on our hit parade of fun, Trina Nishimura. Now, this name may not be very recognizable to a lot of people. But for uh, anime kids, this is going to be a big one for you. For folks who, who have uh, wandered around in those brown jackets with the cool symbols on them, representing your favorite warriors on Attack on Titan, this one's going to be familiar to you. Because Trina Nishimura's biggest claim to fame, I mean, she's been in a lot. She's been in a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the list right now. Her list is almost as long as Tom Kane's. But one of her biggest claim to fames in the area right now is the character of Mikasa in Attack on Titan. Which Attack on Titan is finally getting a second season soon. Yes. It's, it's awesome. It's, being, it's in production at this time. They um, have Attack on Titan TV series, and then they have Attack on Titan Junior High. Junior, Oh, the Junior High. Because <laughs> the one thing I've noticed about anime is that the only way to save the world is if you're, like, a teenager. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, adults don't save the world anymore. You it's, have it's to all be between the ages of 10 and 25 at the oldest. Oh, it's the oldest. I, you know, the, the I can 25- no longer save the world. <laughs> no, you can no longer save the world. Sybil is getting ready to have a birthday. I'm right it's going to take her right out of the range. <laughs> right out of the range. Tanya and I have long since been... I've been out of that range for 20 years. We retired a long time from the world-saving business. I'm right in the middle of saving the world, guys. There he goes. Tony is still ready to (laughs) save the world once or twice. He's got his shovel and bag of rock salt. He's ready to go. It's awesome. The ice giants are coming, Tony. The ice giants are coming. Anyway. I got my shovel. We're good. (laughs) So, Trina Nishimura, Mikasa, Attack on Titan. Also, the newest one Mm -hmm. is... Yuri on Ice. Oh, which I know is a big one that people have been talking about. I'm probably going to butcher this, and I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. The character of Kinjaro Minami. Okay. So I'm sorry if I uh, Minami. You know, you got it. That was cool. I butchered it. That was cool. You did it. Kinjaro Minami. Minami. Say that five times fast. No. I'm sure if other uh, uh, interns that. were on here, they'd correct you. Yes, I'm sure. <laughs> and then I would have to fire them for correcting one of them. No, no. Just kidding. No, no. <laughs> just kidding. They're, they're very helpful, our interns. Wait, mm-hmm. I think I've actually seen reference to Tokyo Ghoul. Mm-hmm. That's another oh, yeah. one. What Tokyo are some of the Ghoul, other ones she's been in? Um, Ghost in the Shell, the new movie. Right. Tokyo Ghoul, Route A. Now, the Ghost in the Shell, oh, is okay. The Scarlett Johansson that I've been seeing the uh, trailers for? Yeah. No. It started, it's, this is the, it's a new it anime. It started off yeah. as an anime, and yeah. then they, uh, it came west, and uh, Hollywood decided to make a movie out of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, go, the Ghost in the Shell that Trina's involved in is another anime. The one that Scarlett Johansson's about to star in is an yeah. actual live action. Mm-hmm. That is based on, the movie is based on the anime. The anime. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which we figured, but that's yeah. cool. I know I've seen <laughs> just in the, as clarification. She's in, in, in the English version. In the Scarlett Johansson trailers, I've seen how they've been like ripping scenes right out of the original anime. Yeah, you know, like like visual for visual. So I think that's kind of busting neat. through the glass, right? Um, you know, coming out of the water, the yeah. the, the skydive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, all that stuff. That's kind of cool stuff. It's really awesome. Um, and in the English version of Senran Kagura, Senran Kagura. And scroll down. Give me, give me something. Another, another. Um... I originally I thought that said Ben Ten, but it's actually Ben Toe. Ben Toe <laughs> in his box. Ben Toe box. Anyway, um. <laughs> no. No. And Fairy Tale, which I know is another common because oh, yeah. um, my kids have watched that on a couple of vacations. She was Full in that. Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Full. That okay. is a nice. big one. That is a very big that one. Is a big one. Yeah. Um, that was from '09 to mm-hmm. 2010. What's her one of her oldest credits? Go to the bottom of that list. Let's find out how long she's been in the industry now. 
1998, Detective Conan, the 14th Target. See, you know, so this, these we got she's people young, who know though. their stuff. She's yeah. a young girl. She's been in it since she was a teenager, I think. It's basically what it is. But again, people, we get, we're getting the folks who know the business. We're not just flashing the pan in here. We're not getting somebody who has three or four credits in their name. We're finding folks who, who know the industry, have been in the industry, are you know, masters of their particular crafts, and are looking forward to sharing that with you. Yeah, I think she was 15 when she did her first one, if I'm mm-hmm. figuring it out right. Mm-hmm. Remember, I'm a math teacher. <laughs> 83 to 98 is only 15, right? What's that? 83 to 98 is only 15, right? Right. Yes. Okay. Hey, I've been off for three days. <laughs> Five days. I haven't been doing any math. Do you need a calculator? Maybe. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, and so that's you know, just a rundown. Colin Baker, Bruce Boxleitner, Larry Hama, Trina Nishimura, Tom Kane. And uh, next on the list of Hit Pareto Fun will be Terry Malloy. Because you had the screen. I'm just going oh. off of what I, you're going off my list. I'm going off of what you put on the, the computer screen in front of me. Terry Malloy. Okay. Now, again, this is not a name that is going to be highly recognizable to a lot of people. But for, for fans to put this in perspective, his, his list of credits is just as long as everybody else's. This is a character actor from England who has been involved in just about everything. And one of, his, one of the ones that we're bringing him in on is the fact that he was the voice and half the body of Davros, the, um, the creator of the Daleks. And he did that in the, the tail end of the classic series. So he was in the 80s, you know, basically through the, most of the 80s and early 90s, he was Davros, the creator of the Daleks for Doctor Who. And so it's going to be fun having him on stage with Colin so they can go back and forth with each other like they used to do back in the old days. Uh, Terry is coming to us, by the way, courtesy of Wibbly Wobbly Timey Wimey. And uh, they're, uh, that's an outfit that's bringing in some props for photo opportunities. Uh, and they're being very generous. They're helping us bring Terry in for the, the weekend. So that's going to be a lot of fun. And a, and a big ups to, uh, to Heather from Wibbly Wobbly Timey Wimey for, for doing that for us. That is a huge thing. We really appreciate it. All right, so hmm. hey, you go want ahead, a little D. Trivia about Terry Malloy. Tell me a little trivia about Terry Malloy. Back in the '60s, he played baritone sax in a soul band. Okay. It was called the T. Bunkum Band, and they appeared at the Cavern Club in Liverpool. In Liverpool, huh? Do you know what the Cavern Club? Oh, yeah. You're not asking me, are you? I Billy, I think Billy knows this answer. Oh, sure. The Cavern Club is where the Beatles played before That's they became right. famous. So, okay, so he's played on the same stage as the Beatles before the Beatles got big, is basically what's yeah. being said right now. That is outstanding. That is so cool. Now, is the Cavern Club, Billy, just to kind of go off off the, the path a little bit, was that kind of like the CBGBs of Liverpool? Yeah, it was a place where bands like them would play. Just mm-hmm. a, a little hole-in-the-wall club, mm-hmm. and uh, legend has it that uh, at the time, Brian Epstein, who would become the Beatles' manager, uh, ran a record store, and someone came in and asked if they had a new Beatles record. So mm-hmm. he went and checked them out at the Cavern Club, and and that was and, and the rest is history the rest at this is point. History, yeah. That is that's, that gives me chills. I love stories it like that. It looked like he took a um, some time from his first TV series to his second one. It was like sixteen years. Mm-hmm. In between. Well, was he more of a musician than an actor? I would well, say. Yeah, he, that's what he was doing in yeah. the sixties. Give yeah. me just a second. I'm going to see if I can find any T. Bunkum band on YouTube. Nice. I don't know if I can. Yeah, you never know. I'm not even sure how to spell the T. Bunkum band. The internet is a wild and woolly place to play. Uh, Tony, yes, are you old I, enough to be on the internet? Uh, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a big and scary place. It's a big and scary place full of frightening things and and, and, and he's in uh, slash fiction filming um, a movie right now, and there's another. Um, project that's in pre-production okay so he's these people are still active to this day i mean they're moving oh. and grooving and performing their trades he um, did a short tale the time lord okay yeah i remember that they were getting they were doing that at about the time to celebrate the 50th oh one other suggestion uh mm-hmm. marlon brando's character in on the waterfront okay was uh named uh Terry Malloy. Oh, really? So just go up and oh, say, wow. hey, Marlon. <laughs> hey, Marlon. <laughs> Can I have your autograph, Mr. Brando? And, and if it goes right over his head, you'll know you're in the inn. You know stuff. But I can't find any T-Bunkum man. So well, that's all right. Well, it's you know, okay. it was an admiral and valiant mm-hmm. attempt. So here we are. We have Colin Baker, Bruce Boxleitner, Larry Hama, Trina Nishimura, Tom Kane, Terry Malloy, who is next on the hit parade of fun. What's the tab that Tanya is going to tab next? It's Joe Jusco. Joe is awesome. Joe was at Flower City Comic Con 16. 
So I got a chance to meet him and talk to him for a little bit. He's so nice. He is. He's, he's cool. just a great, great guy. Now, for those of you who are not in the know, who's Joe Jusco? Well, Joe Jusco is one of the preeminent comic book artists out there. He's painter for Marvel Comics. Yep. Just amazing artwork. Ex- absolutely. And uh, he's done a lot of cover illustrations uh, for the industry. He one of the one of the things they know from the most the 1992 Marvel Masterpiece trading cards he was involved in. Mm-hmm. And um, I think he had a new set of cards coming out last year at, yeah. as part of the or not as part of the Flower City Comic Con. No, he was he was like talking about soon thereafter. Mm-hmm. So. And Joe is I believe if uh, Brian can correct me when when he hears this later, but I believe he's actually one of the people behind the the cover for our program this year. Am I am I right really? on that one? Or, or am I off? No, no, I'm no, sorry. No, he's doing Wheaton. a special print. He's doing a special print. That's what it is. Ken yeah. Wheaton's doing our cover. Speaking of that, weren't we supposed to call Brian? I don't. No, I don't think so. I think because he's busy with the boys. I thought he says that you would have to call him. Or maybe not. All right. Maybe I missed. Well, we'll get that. him in for console gaming when we when we talk about that later today. So we can get a couple of his kids in for console gaming. That's true. That's possible. Anything's possible. Yeah. Okay. Anything's possible because this. With this setup, with these people, mm-hmm. on this organization, the sky is the limit. Oh, you've heard the smoothness of this broadcast. I thought the moon. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, I Did thought the moon was the limit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I got to be honest, Billy. The more I listen to how we screw things up and have a good time doing it, mm-hmm. I, I think the we, we better we, the podcast. I think we would actually one. be successful on regular broadcast radio. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> I think we would have I a good time. I don't think there's enough money in that. No, I don't no. think so either. But but we would have a good time doing it nonetheless. All right, so yeah, Joe Jusco, and Joe is coming to us courtesy of one of our other sponsors. So I'm going to start talking about sponsors now that we have them. Woo woo! And that would be the the gentleman, and I use that term loosely, ha, fellas, uh, of First Print Comics over on Buffalo Road. First Print's been a big supporter of Flower City Comic Con since we got things going. They helped us put together all of our comic book row uh, and a lot of the stuff for the 16 show. They're they're stepping up huge for the 17 show. Uh, the relationship we've built with these guys has just been really impressive, and they're they're they know their stuff. They're really quality folks. So if you ever get a chance to say, hey, you know, I have never collected comic books, or it's been ages, I should probably uh, I should probably look into it. Who should I go to? You're gonna say. First print comics. Sybil's staring at me like, "Why are you talking to me about this stuff?" I've actually, I've actually bought supplies from them. It's yeah, it's quality. It's good stuff. Yeah. So have... that's where I should go to get my first comics. There you go. Yeah, okay. your first comics should come from first, first print. print. <laughs> see, uh, see how that works. Yeah. It's, no, it's clever. <laughs> oh, you, you want one? Now. <laughs> Everybody wants a rim shot. Now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my first oh, comic God. from first print. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's not All funny. Right. <laughs> Great. The fruit is just way too low. Yeah. Uh. It's touching the ground. All right. Where are we? Where am I what am I doing? What is the We're meaning of life? About guests. What is the meaning of 42. life? Okay. 42. Thank you. Thank Isn't you very the much. answer to everything? All yes. right. Yeah, okay. Like the universe and everything. So do we got any other credits for Joe that we wanted to talk about? Uh, what are some of the things he's been working on? Oh, yeah. Let's my, see. My research people oh, are all like That's nice. not Joe. That's not no. That is definitely not Joe. Actually, strangely enough, my wife has struck up a friendship with Joe's wife. Oh yeah. So uh, (laughs) did they meet at last year's show? They met at last year's show, and now they're going to see Itzhak Perelman together at the uh, Eastman Theater this fall. How cool is that? That is great. Susan saw saw him in Buffalo a couple months ago, and Mm -hmm. then told. uh, And I'm sorry, I think her name's Linda, maybe Mm -hmm. Linda Jisco. I think so. Yes, and uh, was telling Linda about it, and oh, I want to go, and turns out he's coming to Rochester, so. There you go. She's going to be visiting Rochester on her own. Susan nice. goes, well, Joe can come down and hang out with Bill. And, you know, me being the introvert, I am. So, uh, uh, and uh, him uh, being the introvert, he is. And so, uh, and so we'll, we'll both be spending our time home alone watching whatever we watch on TV. No, no, shows. Joe and Billy are going to be hanging out together just 80 miles apart. Yeah, exactly. doing, doing separate things. Yeah. But they're going to be hanging out at the same yeah. time. And not telling each other what we're doing. Yeah. And, but that's that's the classic introvert kind of I, hangout I'll, thing. I'll tell him when I see him in uh, in uh, at the FCC. FC3, 3 C. FC3. That one, yeah. FC3 is for me. I thought that slogan was hilarious as soon as I heard it. I'm like, okay, that, that's worth something there. All right. There we go. <laughs> we might have gone He's a little really, too far. Did you know that, that Joe Jusco did some um, wrestling programs back in the early 90s? Did he really? Yeah, I, he did um, the Royal Rumbles. In 91 and 92 in WrestleMania 7. Nice. Very nice. Okay. So Joe is a wide-ranging artistic talent. 
And, yes. and, and you're going to get a chance, like everybody else, you're going to get a chance, courtesy of our, our guys at First Print Comics, you're going to get a chance to meet Joe Jusco. So, and that's cool. That's very cool stuff. And then we got a lot of comic book artists coming up. I know that there's another one who we're going to be talking about in a bit. Uh, Doug Arthur, we'll get to him in a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then there's, you know, local, a couple more. A couple more. Rob they, they, my be my there. friends still haven't gotten back to you, huh? I, I keep Are getting messages me? for. No, I'm not going to punch you. You're with outside my arm reach. Oh, okay. No, I actually. <laughs> because it, they've both messaged me saying, I'll see you. Mm-hmm. Right, and so. and I have gotten a message from Dan several times saying, "Oh, I just got home. I'll get yeah. on to He's it first been, thing he was in, in the morning." In Seattle, and, I and, think. And, last and, week, and I totally so. get the whole busy lives of everyone. <laughs> so um, I'm just getting to the point where I might just ask your wife to do some oh, okay. a little bio up okay. for them because. Oh, is I, that what you're looking for? Is bios? Bios or? and pictures, so we can put them up on the thing. You're good. Oh, oh. He's got a devil in the Pope okay, on his shoulder. <laughs> You're playing with my boss's bobbleheads. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just over here minding my own business. That's why I have my back to him right oh, okay, now. Okay, good. Um, but I'm just thinking at this point, to get a bio and a picture, okay. we could have your wonderful wife, yeah. the the creative genius that she is. Mm-hmm. I'm sure do that, something up yeah. for us at this point Absolutely. because I know they, have they signed papers life. and things? Or no, they, they just said yes, they're coming. Okay, they're coming then. Yeah, all right, which is okay. And so, these these are who we're talking about that we're we're going to announce Dan Parent. Oh. Dan Parent and Fernando Ruiz, right? Yes, yes. of formerly formerly of Archie are, Comics. Dan is still with Archie. Dan, Fernando okay. isn't. Uh, the, and upset about Riverdale. Yeah, he doesn't like Riverdale at all. I love it. <laughs> See, and I may have to have a discussion. Uh, they have a current comic out called Die Kitty Die, which yes. w- which I've seen uh, a little bit about that. All of the the comics websites are calling it one of the best comics out now, and I agree. It's I think it's hilarious and very smart. So good stuff, so outstanding. And uh, if you follow me on Facebook, Dan did a birthday present for my wife last week. I did week. see that. Yeah, that's that's an amazing piece yeah. he did for her. So I know I was so excited I to have have guys. Susan as a fellow Pisces. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> is she? Is that what her sign is? Yes. I just know her birthday. So water sign. Yeah. Yes. Good. They cry a lot. Not she always. probably doesn't. This one oh, does. Who, Susan? I, she yeah. can. Because <laughs> she's a water sign. Yes. There we go. So moving I on if you down. Get started. Yeah. Moving on. Okay. Yeah. It's time to move on. All right, we but talk- blue looks really good on you, Sybil. It does. Thank you. It's a lovely color. <laughs> She's wearing is blue a lovely your favorite blue. color? Sybil mm-hmm. today is wearing a lovely blue ensemble from Pierre Cardoon. <laughs> As we've totally digressed everything else. Okay. Oh, come on. So, <laughs> so when do you want me to start recording? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mean we haven't? What's this image? <laughs> I love this job. I really do. This is my favorite job in the world. This is a job? This is this is not just a job. It's an adventure. <laughs> Side questing and digressing. That's it. That's the way to play it. Side quest. That's the way to play it. If you have been a regular listener of Monkey Business at this point, this I'm should sorry. not be a surprise. <laughs> yeah, no. Not Seriously. At all. This should not be a surprise. Uh, my friend Doug uh, who I who I game with every other week uh, was telling me he's just starting to listen to the podcasts and I said what do you think he just he kind of like just gave me that tight smile the slow nod and he's like yeah well it's something to listen to <laughs> <laughs> thanks well, man it's better than not listening thank you Douglas Bose for your amazing vote of confidence I yes, appreciate it we love Doug love Doug yes. all right moving on okay we have oh the we, most recent the most recent addition to our, to our VIP panel oh Sybil's like so excited Sybil, over Sybil's there. now you're about to start hearing Sybil either giggle squeal both and yes and, and, and yes and yes. she has met this and, guest him. and you've met him so you can tell us a little bit about him this is we're talking about the <laughs> original the original American Red Power Ranger Woo-hoo! Austin St. John who played Jason the original Jason Red Lee Ranger Scott. Jason Lee Scott Austin St. John uh, and uh, Austin has had quite a. He's, he has not been a an avid actor, right? He, no. he doesn't have a long no, list of credits. No, his first credit was in ninety six. Ninety six as no, it's not ninety three. Sorry, mm-hmm. ninety six was Power Rangers Zio. Okay, but the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers started in ninety three. Right, and um, is the original Red Ranger. And he was and- on the show for how long? A couple of years. Um, six years, uh-huh. and um, then during that time, um, they did where he went from the Red Ranger, became the Gold Ranger, and then they had... He the, disappeared for a little while and then came back. Then he was on um, 
the Power Rangers Wild Force as the Red Ranger in the um, episode Forever Red where they brought in all the Red Rangers. I remember seeing mm-hmm. that episode because... <laughs> You're I, a fangirl. You I admit it. I am a fangirl. Admit it. Absolutely. I have posted some of the stuff to his site when I mm-hmm. was watching Power Rangers and it was like when they had the big Megazord and he was up there and I'm like, click, and things like that. There and you I think go. it was right around his birthday in September. Oh, he's a September baby he too? He's a yep. September baby. He and me both. All right. Now, Jason has not contented himself to just live the life, live in La Vida Ranger. Uh, he's been involved in a lot of things. <laughs> live in La Vida Ranger. Well, he's, he's, uh, he's a certified EMT. Mm-hmm. And yeah. wasn't he? He was in the armed services overseas. He was in the armed services where he was an EMT. Yeah, yeah. and and so that's like mm-hmm. you know that's ballsy. And he right talks there. about it um, when he's at cons. Mm-hmm. Part of the thing, part of his discussion is he talks about being over there and mm-hmm. being an EMT, which it's very amazing. To that's actually to something my sister would be really into because she's actually training to be a paramedic. Okay, uh, so she we want to you want her to yeah. meet, we want to meet her or yeah. we want her to meet him. That's what yeah. I was yeah. trying to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Failed on that one. And then also he's a martial arts instructor. So he wasn't just he wasn't just a young actor who was trying to get a part. He really he had the the chops to to do all the the maneuvers and the the kicks mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. kicks and the punches and everything. He, he had the skills, ass. and uh, and so he has taken that and evolved a little career where he's basically uh, he teaches as well as does a wide variety of other things. And he's just such a capital guy. Everybody I've talked to, you know, and Sybil, you're on that list, so you can tell us a little bit about him. But everybody I've heard. Uh, stories about it's like this guy is just so freaking cool to talk to and he's always so generous with his time we actually had like a five minute discussion about my name really (laughs) yes he's like when i when i first met him and introduced myself he goes that's that's your real name like yes he goes out of the tens of thousands of people i've met you are the first First. civil and i love it and tell me how'd you get your name and we had a whole discussion about that's so cool that is so fun that he would take that time you know Mm -hmm. that's cool so Mm -hmm. jason will be available like everybody else he'll be available for pictures and autographs chances to chat with him about your name and uh and he's also going to have some panel time i was wrong he was not in the military he was not okay well he worked alongside the the u.s military military in iraq and kuwait as a medic gotcha but his father and brother were both Marines. Okay, so, so he does have that strong, strong tie. Connection to the strong, Marines. And yeah. he's got respect for that. And and so that's probably even more dangerous because this is a guy who's basically volunteered to go and help the military. So that's that's even that's even more ballsy in my opinion. So the more, more don't is, forget he's in the the, um, the short movie The Order with yes. all the Power Rangers and oh, right, right, yep. that Karen and... Ashley's involved with. Yep. Not to be confused with the Karen. Don't don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't take advantage of this old man and his short-term memory problems. Leave me alone right now. You're you're fired. You do not have the power to fire me. I, I have the power to say it. <laughs> That's about it. I have the power to say it. That's about it as far you as it goes. Have Chris, power. honest, I wasn't setting you up for that. I know. I know, but I'm going to have words with you later, D. Anyway. Um, and he, looking at a little bit of trivia on mm-hmm. here, um, he speaks four languages. Seriously? English, wow. Spanish, Italian, and Korean. That's outstanding. Well, Spanish and Italian... Are they're close. close. They're close neighbors to each other. I know this for a fact because I took Spanish when I was in high school. I became fairly good at it, and then I went to college. I decided to take Italian because I thought it would be fun, and they were so close that I started screwing them up. And I remember my Italian teacher taking, giving me my test back, and I had failed it. And he said, "You did great in Spanish class, but this is an Italian class." <laughs> and and I was like, then I realized I can't speak either language. I was that screwed. Uh. So. <laughs> Um, and he was voted both in 2004 and 2007 mm-hmm. between um, ABC Family and then Toon Disney as the most popular Red Ranger of all. There you go. You got to go with the original. Red Ranger of all. Absolutely. You got to go with the original. They've mm-hmm. got just and just hopping back to our website at fc3rock.com. Mm-hmm. We have some cool um, photos of him, just like on the. Uh, motorcycle with the fire behind him. Oh, yeah, because like you need just, to be backlit as a hero. That's absolutely. all there is to it. I'm just Walking like, away from explosions. Him, him putting cool the, I think guys he had don't the sword, look right? at explosions. And, and he put the sword on top of the big um, morphing power weapon. Where Sybil's looking at me like I've got 12 heads because I don't think she's actually watched the show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Watching the she show. Yeah. yeah, she is. When when it was announced that he was coming, I... Did you squeal? Tell, I you, did. tell me the story. I, okay. Tell the whole story. So I'm looking at my phone... And a customer, the phone's ringing at work. So I answer the phone and I'm talking to the customer and I'm looking at my phone at the same time. And I see that we announced Austin St. John. And I almost just started squealing 
but I was talking to a customer at work, so I couldn't. So it's really hard. <laughs> to, I had to put my phone down and go, uh huh, yeah, and like try to talk to this person and transfer them quickly off the phone. And so then you could go. And then I stood up, walked outside to the front of the dealership, and just started squealing and turning in circles. And I walked back in, and the sales manager was like, "What, what was that?" And I like told you him, don't understand. Yeah, I told him what it was, and he just looked at me like, "No, no." And and you know the funny thing is, is Sibley, you had a week head start on that, and I'd given you a hint yes. the week or week before, saying this is this is something we're on on the point of. And we may be announcing soon, so just keep keep. So you had enough head start to know. Can you imagine how that would have felt if I had not given you any clue whatsoever? It would. I wouldn't have been able to. <laughs> I, I would have hung up on the customer. <laughs> Please hold. Click. Ah. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so this is this is a great guy. I mean, you know, like I said before, the stories are out there. It's gonna, they're gonna, easy to find. Um, you know, Austin St. John is just a class act, and we're looking forward to introducing to him to you. Our listeners and ticket holders, come to the show, meet him, get his autograph, get a picture taken, spend some time talking with him. He'll love to see you, and uh, and I'm sure you're going to have just as much of a good time I've chatting with him. I've got a lot him. of shows to binge watch between now and May 19th. I know, seriously. Mm-hmm. This, this is I one have to the, go back to watching Power Rangers again. We're going to have to like make basically make TV watching part of our job. It's yeah. just kind of wild yeah. that way. All right, who else do we have on the list? Oh, my goodness gracious. Do we have other people on the list? Cause we, we, we do have a returning artist from last year. And that would be? Um, Douglas Arthur. Uh, Tales Lo- of the Doug side. Um, and he had a new um, Kickstarter that was mm-hmm. happening. I backed it. I'll be you picking up my new book uh, at the, the co- FC3. Nice. Those will be his first copies of it. Yes. Wow. Um, crime something. Yes, crime. I was just going to look it up. I was just going to log into my Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so- he was doing a thing where I, it was like a... A Kickstarter thing they're doing where they're trying to do quick, um, like a week, really fat, week long uh, Kickstarters. Okay, and for low amounts of money, and he just a hundred bucks to put together this new book he's making, and so I threw in ten bucks, and mm-hmm. he's already he's up to I think almost three hundred now. He's he's adding on stretch goals and extra pieces of original artwork, the backers and stuff. And Doug's just a class guy. I love yes, him. Yes, he is. Oh, love yeah, him. he was amazing. Yeah, Doug's great. I, I met him last year, mm-hmm. picked up uh, one of his bigger trade paperbacks because I just got a really big kick out of him and his artwork. I thought it, he had some really funny stuff. He uh he spent the last hours hour or two of um uh of FC316 uh writing out thank you cards to the staff. Excuse and he me. does oh. those little sketch cards. Yeah, yeah he did yeah. those sketch cards, and there were just each of them was individualized, and he had you know little artwork on the corners and whatnot. It was just, it was a lot of fun to see that in action. It was a nice nice little touch for me. Um, it's a pocket, pocket full, full of crime. crime. Yep, a rogues gallery of horrible humor. Oh boy! <laughs> it, it says coming this May from Tales from the Doug side. So it's and and his it, uh, his sense of humor is definitely a little a little twisted. Uh, twisted yeah, yes. He fits in well because I, I believe we're going to have Jason Youngbluth coming back as well. Nice. And Jason's Jason is just he is funny. If you Jason's get a chance to just great. kick back and talk to Jason Youngbluth, these guys are just absolutely hilarious and uh, and they're a lot of fun to, to be in the middle of when they're bantering with each other. So that was that's good. That's good well, stuff. Also, coming with uh, Doug from the same area of mm-hmm. New York State um, is one of his good friends, um, Billy Anderson. Really? Yes, who has also inked comics for Marvel, DC, Image, Comico. Um, first. What's first? Was he on first? That was, that's another house. Oh, is it? That's another comic book house. Okay. Yeah. Um, he's done Spider-Man, X-Men, Silver Surfer, Superman, Batman, The Elementals, and Teenage, Teenage Mutant, Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles. Turtles. Here's a half shell. Turtle power. Oh boy. This is the type of family we live with. Yes. This is all so, good. This is all good. Um, he had heard about FC3 last year, but mm-hmm. um, he had had a prior commitment. So he couldn't make it, but he now he's making a point of joining to us this year. Show, but he was like, keep me in mind for our second show. Mm-hmm. And he is really excited to come up here and he'll be here all weekend. So for those of you people out there who think a proper comic book convention needs comic book artists, I'm thinking we're delivering at this we, point. We got it in spades. We got yeah. it in spades. We got it in hearts, clubs, spades, and diamonds, too, at this point, I think, pretty much. And actually, when I just uh, I Googled him and wound up on a page at comicvine.gamespot.com, mm-hmm. and 
There's a cover he, I think he probably did the cover of Silver Surfer with yes. Galactus, and Galactus is just one of my favorites. Okay. I may, I may be commissioning uh, this man to draw me a Galactus. That would be that would be badass. That would be completely I badass. I love him. All right, and we got one more name that we want to talk about for this particular podcast, and because I think at this point you've, you've hung in there with us for, for what, about an hour and a half at oh, this Oh, let's see. <laughs> Let me pull this up. Uh, no, just an hour. Just an hour? Just an hour. That's really? awesome. It seems like so much longer. It's, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> nice. She's, she's oh, jonesing. You want, you want no, that's okay. It's too late now. No, no it's, it's too, too late. late. Moment came and gone. It's okay. She, she, she slung that one out there. Yes. But um, we, we talked about him a lot in the last uh, one when we had Colin, Deva- uh, Del- Delaney. Colin Delaney and Jason on. Um, we were talking about the professional wrestling aspect. We're going to have Jerry the King Lawler, just as a reminder. I cannot wait Jerry for this. Neither the can I. I'm so happy. This would be so cool. Oh. And, it, and it, it's funny because he really is one of those guys who portrays a particular part and personality when he's when he's on the mic, when he's in front of the camera, but but then when he's when the when it's all off and everything's shut down, and he's just talking to you as a regular guy. He's he's got that whole well, this is just a class act, another mm-hmm. really nice guy. He loves to draw. He loves to draw. Oh, that's com- right. He is an artist. He is yeah. an artist yes. himself. He's a big collector of Superman memorabilia, mm-hmm. and uh, so we're going to keep him right there in VIP row so he can have have some fun himself and talk to some comic book artists and other actors. Uh, and but Jerry's going to be there, and we've got a whole. He's going to be there Sunday only. He's only yes. going to be there on Sunday, so if you come looking for him on Saturday, you won't find him. But on Sunday, he will be there, and we have a whole professional wrestling program for Sunday. We have we're going to have a ring set up in the Galleria of the Convention Center. We're going to have some professional wrestlers from the local area, uh, and and they're going to be doing some matches. And Jerry will be there to commentate, to do presentations, to sign autographs, take pictures. Uh, he may even throw a haymaker or two for the fun of it. We don't know. Depends on how much now, into it he wants to get. This may not be appropriate, but uh-huh. can I bring up one concern? Go now. Strangely enough, last year we had George Animal Steel booked, and he right. got ill, yeah. and just passed away not too long ago. Yes, uh, we originally when you started when you guys started working on this year, mm-hmm. you had Richard Hatch right scheduled, and he passed away. Right now we're bringing in a man who once had a live once had a heart attack on live TV. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we are not cursed. We are so. not cursed. I've spent a lot of money at various New Age shops to make sure that we are blessed, that we have the, all the the bad juju steered away. But we are we, no. We're, we're fighting that one off. Okay. Um, uh, but no, we've already actually, you know, when you think about it, we've already had our one with, with Richard passing. Away. Oh, that's <laughs> so, right. So, yeah. so next year. Next year, we got to be very careful, yeah. very selective. We're going to we're gonna pray for the good juju, but we will be fine. I don't think it's going to come in threes on that one. I, I definitely wouldn't book Stanley next year. No. Yeah, no. Oh, God. <laughs> no. Bless his heart. Yeah, no. We he want, is we an want American st- treasure. He, he is. is. We yes. want Stan to live a long, long, long time more, and so we will not invite him to have three. I, I, I got my picture <laughs> taken with him a couple years ago and saw him in a panel, and he's he's just fantastic. Excelsior. 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 All right. So Jerry the King, and if you want more information about Jerry's uh, arrival, we do have podcasts where we talk about the professional wrestling aspect of FC317. Uh, And so please feel free to go back in the archives, check those out, ask your questions. Uh, We will not turn anybody away. We'll not spin anything. We're going to give you honest answers whenever you ask us questions, and we look forward to hearing you and getting your input. As a matter of fact, we are coming up on... um, you, know, you probably it's going to be after the fact when we actually broadcast this particular podcast. But on March 18th, uh, we're yes. having our Star Wars trivia night uh, here in town, and that was from the request of of a fan. Somebody somebody had seen our Doctor uh, our Who. Doctor Who trivia night, and they're like, "Hey, can you do a Star Wars night?" We weren't thinking about it until a fan mentioned it and asked us to do it. Don't we went right to work and said, "No problem. If somebody wants a Star Wars trivia night, we're going to make that happen." So you know what? Let use that as an example that you. The fan, the ticket holder, the listener, whatever you are, if you follow us on Facebook and that's it, you have input in this show. You, and go sorry ahead. to sorry to jump in and you interrupt jumped in you. on that. I know I'm out of that zone now. Sorry, it's all over. <laughs> <laughs> um, talking about those trivia nights, mm-hmm. we've also got one planned out for the end of April for um, pop culture movie trivia. Oh right, yep, we are working on that <laughs> one. Trivia with different. Um, Each round will be a genre. Yes. Okay. Uh, and so that's these are things. These are you make a suggestion, we will do our utmost to make that suggestion happen. And then go above and beyond. Yep. Last year, I remember we had um, we had uh, the two original Rangers yes. come in, and there's a there was a gentleman who came to uh, came to the convention and took me aside and said, "Look, this is my thing. You know, Power Rangers are my jam. If you can keep bringing in Power Rangers, I will be happy." 
Well, guess what, man? We're bringing in Power Rangers again. Woo-hoo! So, and then, and right on the heel of a movie that's coming up, with the, uh, the, the new Power Rangers. March 24th. March mm-hmm. 24th, the, the new Power Ranger movie is coming out. So, you know, you have input in this show. This, sh- you know, one of the, the original uh, slogans we were using was for fans, by fans, or by fans, for fans, whichever it was. But the long and the short of it is the, the bottom line is you have input. We may not be able to do everything you guys ask us to do, but we're certainly going to give it a shot because we're fans too and we want to just have fun. We want it to be a great party. You know, everything else, if you build it, they will come. And we want you to come to the show and we want to give you something you want to see. So that's my spiel. That's a look, a more in depth look at uh, how uh, the VIP row is going to look, the guests that were coming to sell autographs and take pictures and do all sorts of fun things and talk to you and share their memories and stories with you. Bring your questions. Bring your questions. Mm -hmm. Bring your costumes if you want. Bring things to sign. Uh, Bring the family. Bring the family. family. How many Red Rangers are we going to get this year? How many Red Rangers are we going to get this year, do you think? Yeah, for oh, there's going to be cos- There's probably a, a, a few of them, I would yeah. say. Yeah, for cosplay, I'd I say a few. I bet they're going to have their own little meetup just for like a photo shoot or something. Oh, oh yeah, that'd be yeah. awesome. That'd be I, cool. I'm more into the Princess Leia meetup, but I'll go with a Red Ranger. <laughs> I just got hit. I got hit. That happened. That's cool. That means I hit the right mark. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap everything up at this point. For Billy, for Tanya, for Tony, for Dee, and for Sybil... This has been Monkey Business, more so than ever before. A production of Mighty Monkey Productions, a now non-for-profit corporation. Purveyors, it is official. Uh, purveyors of the Flower City Comic Con coming at you May 20th and 21st of 2017 at the Floriano Rochester Riverside Convention Center in downtown Rochester, New York. Look for us on Facebook. <laughs> www.facebook.com slash FC3ROC. And we will see you all soon. Have a great day. 68 days. Woo-hoo. Love it. It's so close. <laughs> <laughs> Ha 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 ha!